Power Hour. I am your host, Wendy Silver. Today was supposed to be episode 10 with my interview with Debbie Kleiman. And I think like most things these days, that plan went to hell because I edited it. I was psyched to publish it. And when I went to do it, there was a snag with the file and needless to say, it is now unavailable. So I am trying very hard to go with the flow, right? If we've learned anything so far from 2020, it is that we need to go with the flow, uh, which, which fits in nicely actually with what I want to talk about today. I am getting ready to send my first child and only daughter off to college. This is, uh, you know, emotional and daunting at any time, really, um, because, you know, it's a big deal. But I think particularly challenging under our current circumstance of a global pandemic and getting your child ready for college in the middle of this is um, really uh, testing all of my mental capacities. And so I wanted to do this episode because I think uh, a couple of reasons. Selfishly first, I think just it's a little bit of therapy for me, frankly, to share with others how I am feeling. And also because I think we need to rely on each other and learn from each other. That's the whole point of this podcast, right? To lift, learn, and inspire each other. And so when it comes to doing something big like this, I think it's so helpful to hear about how other people are feeling, to learn about how other people are managing certain aspects of these challenging times. And and certainly that includes sending your kid to college for the first time during a pandemic. And I think just um, knowing that we're not alone um, and how we're feeling goes a very long way. So that is why I am doing this. And I guess I'll just start with how I'm feeling emotionally. Um, I'm feeling a little sad that this is the way she is going to college. And I initially, you know, when, when school didn't ever go back and there was no prom and not the graduation they had intended. Like I definitely had sadness around that and it did pass. And I think I came to really appreciate everything that they did have and how special it was, even though it wasn't um, what we had expected. So I'm trying to remind myself of that, that, you know, sometimes in these unexpected circumstances, there are um, opportunities to really do things in a different way that in some cases, maybe they turn out better than than the original may have been. And so I'm, I'm trying to be mindful of that. But I do, I feel sad that this is how she is going, that her college experience, her freshman college year experience won't be the experience that we had all envisioned for her. You know, the fraternity parties <laughs> that just even, you know, forget about fraternity parties, but like meeting people, right? Like that's going to be harder She's lucky to have um, already paired up, be paired up with an awesome roommate who she had met in advance. So that I think makes it a lot easier. But I'm I'm sad and trying to let go of what our expectations have been because clearly th- this is going to be a very different experience. With that said, I'm trying to really look on the bright side, and you know these kids are going to find a way to have fun. 
um, they're also going to be able to focus more on their studies, right? And that's um, why they're there. So I think that is maybe, uh, maybe that's the silver lining, although I don't think they would see it that way. Um, so I'm trying to adjust my thinking, but it is hard. And I, I have felt sad a lot of the time. I've also been really angry because I feel like while we obviously could never have prevented, I guess, the the coronavirus from being here, I think the way that we have managed it as a country has been uh, a complete debacle. And had we had more uh, leadership and consistency throughout the country, I don't think we'd be in this shit show right now, quite honestly. I don't think we would have colleges having to quarantine hundreds and hundreds of college students coming from hot states because we wouldn't have quite so many hot states. And so I think the situation that these colleges are having to deal with, that the parents and the kids are having to deal with are, quite frankly, um, would ha- are avo- could have been avoided. And I'm angry that they... Um, that it wasn't and that the result is that we're all bearing a lot more stress and anxiety than needed and so that that quite frankly has me pretty angry um, but I'm trying to turn my anger into action and uh, doing what I can to do my part towards the next election but I won't try to make this political at all uh, although it is but I won't <laughs> so moving on um, I am also somebody who has a ton of anxiety I always have Um, I am very high functioning, but I have a lot of anxiety and I like to be able to control things. And I think if we've learned nothing else through this, that we cannot control basically anything. And for me, what happens when I lose control, I don't have the ability to control the outcome of, you know, really, really important things in life. I become a little obsessive over silly, insignificant things like obsessing over Abby's bedding, right? Like the bedding I send to her with her to school because I can control that, right? So I'll spend hours obsessing about are these sheets soft enough? Are they are these going to make her feel comfortable at night when she's in her bed? I found myself obsessing in Walgreens in the feminine hygiene aisle, deciding what Tampax to buy her. I was doing some errands for her and she didn't care, but yet there I was for 20 minutes standing in front of the Tampax wondering which was the right box to buy. So you see what I mean, right? Like obsessing over the most ridiculous things because there are so few things we can control. And so I'm having to kind of uh, recognize what I'm doing and and try to uh balance that a little bit with my sanity, which is um, easier said than done. Logistically, getting your kid ready for college during a pandemic, um, I guess it's not probably all that different than under normal circumstances. And in terms of packing and getting supplies, that is, I believe, where I have my strengths because I am a spreadsheet fanatic. I love a spreadsheet. I love a list. It just makes me feel better. So I have created this spreadsheet of like everything you need to go to college because frankly, I went looking for one and I couldn't find it. So what I did was, and this is what I do with a lot of things when I'm looking for the perfect thing. I I go to a lot of different places. I take what I like, I leave what I don't, and I create my own. And so what I've created is this color-coded, multi-column spreadsheet broken down in category, um, 
that help is helping us navigate uh, this whole packing thing. And I'm happy to share that with anybody. So if you looking for something to make it a little easier for your yourself, I'm happy to do that. Drop me an email at wendy at beyondtheworkplacehr.com. I'm happy to send that to you. Um, and so that's helped a lot. And I actually think from a packing perspective, you know, because of the, the situation and, you know, fingers crossed, they stay through till Thanksgiving, which is what her school is doing. You know, I think there is the very real possibility they won't make it that long. And so the reality is we're trying to pack a light. I can ship her whatever I need. We also, we only have a two hour move in, right? One parent can move her in and you have two hours. And that's, let's be honest, that's going to be me because I cannot go there and do this and not see her room. The other parent cannot go in at all. So um, I have to do this and I'm psyched to do it. um, But I think it means we need to pack light. So we're trying to do that and I'll ship her a bunch of stuff after the fact. I might even ship some stuff in advance so that it's there waiting for us. I know a lot of schools are providing ways for parents to do that. So I'm trying to pack light. No winter coats or shoes are going with us. If they make it that long, I will ship them or, you know, Amazon or whatever she needs. So I'm trying to be really practical in that sense. Um, I then also realized, though, that, I mean, we're packing light, but we're still, you know, packing as if she's going to be there for three months. And so I realized my car is probably not big enough to hold all her stuff. And after talking to some people and learning that many people like rent, you know, minivans or suburbans. I was like, oh shit, I guess, I guess I missed the boat on that. I mean, I didn't miss the boat because I stole time and I did actually do that, but um, I hadn't even thought about it. I guess I just assumed it would all fit. And I think in the reality is it's, it's not. So we have that on hold. I'm still hoping maybe with some shipping some stuff and packing light, we can squeeze it into one car, but we might have to uh, bite the bullet and rent and rent that just to, to make it happen. Um, there's also, you know, there's been a lot of things that I, I hadn't thought about, but as I am online and I see what other people are doing, a lot of people I think are, are doing these forms like health proxy and power, durable power of attorney forms that I think under any circumstance are important for parents and kids to do when their kids go off to college and they're 18. I think unfortunately during this pandemic, it's even more important. So I'm trying to deal with stuff like that and which is a little bit of like a, a downer, but you know, I guess better safe than sorry. The reality is most of us will never need it, but you sure as heck want it. If you sure as heck need, want, you know, you want to have it when you need it. So, so we're doing that and I'm doing that through mama bear forms. If you haven't heard of it, it's super easy. It's like $49. You could probably find them for free somewhere online, but for me, this was just easy and convenient. So we did that, although it does have to be notarized So make sure you leave some yourself some time to do that. Um, and then the COVID just makes everything harder right now. Like they have to be tested before they go. They are, they will be tested when they get there. There will be random testing throughout the semester, which I think is awesome and great. Let's hope it's enough to keep everybody safe. Um, you know, even thinking about how you're going to get the test, we're, ha- we're fortunate that the school that Abby's going to has provided, um, an, it was providing uh, at a subsidized fee at home test kits that they're coordinating. So that's making it super helpful. I know those are also available. You can get them on your own if you can't get to a clinic near you or that you're worried like I am that if we go to a clinic, we won't get the test back in time. So there's just like so much more to think about. Um, 
and then there's this whole hot state, cold state thing. And so many kids have had to quarantine at the school or near the school in order to start on time. And every week states are added. And my stress of the day actually is that Massachusetts, it's going to be added to the New York, that she's going to New York, is going to be the New York, is going to be added to their quarantine list of hot states next week. And if that happens, that might put me over the edge, quite frankly. So I'm I'm trying really hard not to worry about things I can't control. <laughs> As I said, that's very hard for me. If anyone has any suggestions, um, let me know. I'm, I'm working hard on, 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 on keeping that uh, in perspective, but that is my stress of the day. That if she has to uh, quarantine for two weeks before classes start, that just will screw everything up. Um, obviously though, we will do what we have to do. So I think this is just, you know, like under any circumstance, sending your kid to college is a big deal and it's emotional. And I definitely think with everything that's going on, it's just exacerbated and amplified. (laughs) And um, yeah, I'm trying my best to contain my emotions. I don't think I'm actually doing an awesome job. If you ask my husband, (laughs) he he'd probably agree. I know this weekend we ordered takeout and um, it was from a place I didn't particularly want. I just wasn't in the mood, but I was like, whatever, I don't care enough. So we just did. And I got something and it was terrible. Like it was so bad. And that one little thing just set me off into a funk for the rest of the weekend. And that's just kind of where I'm at right now. Like, I think I'm just feeling very emotional and, uh, you know, everything's just kind of, I, I, my, my patience is like razor thin and, um, you know, it's a challenge. So I'm trying to take care of myself. I, I exercise. I'm trying to do a little meditation to calm my anxiety and fear. And it does help. Um, but I'd love to know how, how you guys are doing. Are there people who are doing the same thing? Like what's, how's it going for you? And what tips and tricks um, do you have that I might want to know about in terms of packing? I will also say in terms of packing, I should have shared more about this, but like I, I've gotten a lot of good advice, you know, to get those Ikea blue bags to pack in and to pack in the containers that you buy so that there's less to carry. Um, trying to think if there's any like other really, really good tips that I've gotten. Somebody actually mentioned like, make sure you put the bedding in the car last so that it's the first you take out to throw in those big bins that you load all your stuff in to take up to your room. And then when you unpack all the stuff, the bedding is on top and then you can just make the bed. That seemed like really good practical advice. So like little stuff like that. I love stuff like that because that helps me feel like I'm managing things a little better. Uh, Again, it's the control thing, although well, my therapist says control is actually the problem, not the solution. So I'm trying to keep that in mind too. Again, not my strong suit. Um, so in terms of packing, I'm, I'm trying to be, um, trying to be smart about it. If you have any tips or advice, I would love to hear them. Um, and then I guess overall, I'm just trying to, you know, be there to, to support Abby. She's doing a pretty good job. She's had her, her days, her good days and her bad um, as we all do during this time, but, um, she's excited and I am, I should also say, despite my sadness, my anger, my anxiety, I'm happy she's going. I feel really, really relieved that they're going because even though it could be a shit show, um, you know, this is 18 year olds aren't meant to be at home. I've said this on many episodes, aren't meant to be at home living with their parents right now. And even if they go, and even if their classes are online, like they're living independently, they're figuring things out for themselves. Like this is part of their 
um, developmental growth right now that is so important to their human development. And so I think that I'm happy she's going to get some aspect of that and who knows how long it will last. But I think, I think it's good they're going. And I think the best that we can do as parents is support them and what they want to do. And, you know, whether that is going or staying home. And I think for different families, there's different answers. But I think also instilling in them the expectation of responsibility, right? Because with rights comes responsibility and they are going to have to be smart and responsible about how they conduct themselves on these campuses, both to ensure that they get to stay there, but also to ensure that the communities that they're going to are uh, remain healthy and safe um, because they are joining those communities and I think they're happy to have them in most cases. I think in some cases they need them back, right, to support the economy in those areas. But these kids are going to have to be safe and smart and responsible. And it's also on us parents to set that example and to set and to convey that message. And so um, I think that's the best we can do as parents, right? And then they have to go and be responsible for themselves. So that's kind of how I'm feeling. Um, I had, again, planned to do this episode a week from now. So who knows how I'll be feeling then. Maybe I'll give a little update. But what I am planning to do is a part two. And the the drop off, um, how did that go? What was our experience? And um, I'll look forward to sharing that with you. Again, if you have any tips, information, thoughts, just want to commiserate with me, I am happy and would love to hear from you, uh, Wendy at beyondtheworkplacehr.com. Please also check out the Power Hour website, www.powerhour.com. The power, no, www.powerhour.com. You can find our my episodes there. You can also find them on any podcast platform, mostly, that you listen to. And I would really be so grateful that if you do enjoy the podcast, that you subscribe to it because that's what makes it easier for people to find us. And also a review makes it really helpful for people to find us. And I hope that you'll share it with people who you think might enjoy it and also might find it helpful and um, I hope you are staying safe and help uh, finding good, useful, productive ways to manage your own stress and anxiety. So I will look forward to uh, reporting how it all goes. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.